Before we start, the people on Twitter wanted me to ask you, what do you think about the Zion Williamson, Mariah Mills situation? Off the, that that, that is just ridiculous. I mean, that is, the fact that she feels like she has this much power is just so, it's so scary. Um, I know there's girls that probably, you know, uh, side with her and that's even more scary, you know? I mean, it's just like, and then Zion, you know, you got to just carry it a little different. Like, you got to be a little more seasoned than that to to let yourself get on camera and all this kind of different stuff. It's it's very messy. It's very, it's all over the place. And, we, you know, we're praying for Zion and Mariah right now. Boy, she the definition of a stage five clinger. Yeah, she 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 didn't come to play at all. She she came to, to wipe the floors with Z. Yo! So let me ask you this. A crazy fan comes up to you with their name, with your name tatted right here on their face. What's your next move? Smack them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, my G, I'm what? I'm, uh, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a, it's a blessing for people to just write me in they, in their comments and in their Instagram posts. Uh, you know, let alone be tatted on somebody's face forever. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honored. I don't want to make them feel too bad about it at first, you know, especially uh, they, but be- all they got, they better spell it right. That's all I, that's all I ask. <laughs> spell the name right. You know, two words, restraining order. That's the only thing I'm, I'm messing around with. <laughs> restraining order is one of, is two words that go you know hand in hand with that one right there facts man <laughs> <laughs> all right are you a sneakerhead a baller want to know about the hottest brands you can lace up and run with well get ready because we got all the details right here it's kicks and bricks where we got game on the streets and on the court. Here's your host, Jamel Cutler. So, like, we both share a, a common bond with hoop. So, like, for those who aren't familiar with Swagger or your basketball journey, like, can you talk about your own um, journey within the hoop world? It was tough, man. I came, um, my, I came from being a soccer player um that just was athletic and could you know had some handle one of the things i knew from soccer i learned early on like if you don't have no handle you can't really move with the ball so my handle was so good at soccer in 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 soccer at this point at time when i made the transition that was all i worked on just dribbling and having my moves down and it was hard to kind of like crack that code into the basketball community they didn't let me in easy you know down where i grew up um in south orange at the baird you know there was a court with the with the beginners and the and the young people and the people that are like working on their game and then there was like the people that are going to lead the community in the game in in, in basketball and you know that's where you would see like people like kyrie irvin come out uh and like Jesse Jones, Filet, come out, 
and just go at it. You know, Isaiah Briscoe, different, like different, different players from Jersey. And um, that's what really initially wanted me to made me really want to play. And then also, like, I watched my cousin, Noah Farrakhan, who, you know, just played his last year, this past year at Eastern Michigan with Imani Bates. Um, I saw him at the start of his stardom, his basketball stardom. And that really motivated me to, like, say, nah, bro, I'm right behind you. Like, listen, I got this. So I began to record myself and play in different areas because. Jersey was tough on me. You know, it's hard to make it out of Jersey and New York. So, you know, when my mom wanted to, you know, take me on trips, I always brought my basketball with me. And now I see my basketball taking me places. What was what was your transition like from soccer to basketball? Because I know like it's completely different sports, but they kind of complement each other in a way. They do. Like soccer is a great startup sport. I feel like my transition was impressing myself. Um, you know, we always, as as young ball players, it's always a dream of dunking, right? So always like touching those six foot, seven foot, eight foot rims. I was always like, you know, working on my on my bounce around the house, slapping the door frames and you know, trying to figure out like, you know, just kind of like monitor my growth in the sport have my friends record me uh, back then. We didn't even have TikTok. We had Musical.ly and, and, and Instagram. And I would like create my own basketball mixtapes for, you know, without, with all the videos mom recorded of me, I would just become my own like basketball director. And um, it's funny how that's all like shaped up into this swagger. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you said that you um like smack the backboard and stuff. Like when I like, go underneath doors or whatever yeah yeah it's always just a two-hand slap like and before (laughs) like i remember when i was tall enough to even touch it with two hands and now like i can stand up in this room right now and just scrape the ceiling like you know (laughs) and and it's it's amazing to like see that growth man and and really uh you got to really embrace your growth as a basketball player and um and just keep that in mind. I have a short-term memory. Do you recall, like, the first time that you actually dunked? Yeah. Oh, wow. First time I dunked, I want to say it was at Rutgers Basketball Camp in Newark. Um, it was a lot of, like, dunking on nine foot, not so, not so much ten rims before that. But then on this big stage in front of all my homies, at Rutgers Newark basketball camp, uh, you know, a camp in New Jersey that really kind of breeded me into like the basketball coach or um, that I have just inside me today. Um, threw myself a self alley. My my best friend Noah Farrakhan, he was always good at these, so I, I, I took this from him. Where you kind of like throw it up in the air, let it bounce in that spot, and on his way up, you kind you catch it and dunk it. Oh yeah. I still got the video of that, um, like, word, high-level rim grazer one on 2K, caught it and, you know, made it work. Uh, I still remember that. I want to say that was, like, 2007, maybe 17, no, 16, 16, 17. 
Man, anytime you want to catch this fade in 2K, man, you know, always got the controller ready. Yo, I'm not that good in 2K. I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, growing up, I wasn't good at it. I always, like, prided myself in the real life thing. So whenever you want to do that, like, you you know, you pull up. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. Yeah, the real thing. <laughs> but yeah. I'm getting into 2K now. Like, I'm about to become more of a 2K player now. I promise. Yes. Because I know basketball. <laughs> Or, I know those those 2K battles can get pretty heated, especially yeah, heated, controllers get thrown, all that. You know, in uh, my house, if you want to start a fight, is either you play spades with somebody, or you um touch somebody's food, or eat the last of something, or drink the last of something, or pop in that 2K or Madden. Guarantee you fight. That's how the that's the guaranteed fist. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I make sure <laughs> I watch those when I step in your house. <laughs> all right man so um like which nba guy would you compare your game to like growing up and like even now you know i got a little bit of you know i got a little bit a lot i got a little bit of everybody i took a little bit from everybody um i got this crossover move that be just shifting people out of my way but then i got a back to the basket game you know uh i think a lot of people compare me to jason tatum right now um Jason Tatum but like I take a little bit from Kobe, Brian and KD. Like I come from that area where where the All-Star packages was coming out. So yeah. like that's that that's how I, that's how I like um that's how I've like uh molded my game. That's who I've molded my game around. Just Kobe, Brian and KD. So I got the Duncan I got the the mid range pull up, the fadeaways, and then I got a little got a little bit of best back to the basket game. Did you catch any of the NBA playoffs? Like, what do you think about winning the um, title? Uh, I really wanted the underdog to win, you know, and that's Jimmy Butler in the, in the Heat. Like, but the Nuggets were just such a good team. And they were able to like establish this kind of like triangle offense, I would say, around Jokic, where he would catch that ball in the middle and everybody would just cut, 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 cut around him. And it just made it open the whole game up for them. I mean, when you got athletic wings like Aaron Gordon and MPJ, there's no real way to really defeat that. So it was crazy. But, you know, this is a great playoffs this year. I think everybody played hard. I think I want more from the Celtics. Uh, I'm a fan of JT, uh, Jason Tatum. So, you know, I want to see what they do. I want to see how they bounce back. And I want, you know, Jimmy Butler to bounce back too. You know, that game seven that Miami and Boston played, you know, I was kind of low-key hating on them. Like, because, you know, somebody had to lose. And, like, either way for me, you know, I was going to be happy. It was either this was going to lose game seven at home or – or Miami was going to get sent packing away. So either way. I think I was more on Miami's side in game seven because it just seemed like, you know, and I might get a little bit of this, but like on a basketball court, you have to really weed out the outside noise. And it feels like it felt like it was starting to get to the Celtics a little bit. Facts. Just the outside noise of of the game, and um, the outside noise plays a huge role in the game. That's something like we really highlight on Swagger. 
that's why I really want like kids to grow in with 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 swagger and, and the culture to grow with swagger because it's like really kind of like a textbook of of how to uh you know lead yourself in in the game and basketball but word you know I just didn't I hated how that outside noise was starting to get to the Celtics at their home court really wanted them to you know um, the main make some what do you say you know the main reason why I can't root for like any team from Boston or the Heat because oh it is right here what's that you from New York that's the New York team yeah so you know I, I just can't that's John Stark yeah signed too okay yeah okay, so you know I just can't so that's why I was like <laughs> located on both of them yo can I ask what you got on your feet right now shit barefoot <laughs> oh I thought you had the Grateful Dead on I'm about to say yeah. don't do all that <laughs> like that's in the closet away like most of my stuff i like i barely even wear just because you know it's always raining or you know i'm just paranoid about people stepping on my shoes and stuff so yeah most of the time you know like my grail stuff like the most i'll wear is maybe like a don c like one of drake collabs with on nike nike just sent me these i'm not like a i'm not like an air max 90 guy but I feel like these are one of those like must-haves in the closet. You know what I mean? Some fire little, you know, '90s for for the '90s days. All gold. You see how I put the, see how I put the gold with the gold accents in the jacket. I'll probably never wear this jacket again. But <laughs> this Pirates of the Caribbean jacket. But you feel me? I rock these today. Supreme foams. All right, I'm gonna just put these down, man. <laughs> Let's just put these down now. Right. Yeah. Phones. Remember when phones were like everything, bro? Oh, like I gave so much phones away. Like I don't know what type of crack I was on. Like phones. <laughs> like I wanted those pearls so bad. Those pearls. Like it's some. Like I had. I had a pair of Jim Greens, and I dogged them. But <laughs> like, like. You know, that's that's what you, you know get for being a heavy sneakerhead as a kid. But them pearls, those galaxy phones, those will never like the galaxy rookies, those will never leave my heart. You know, I see you on IG, you know, flexing with the sneakers. And you know, what's in your rotation right now? Right now, like it's a it's a mix between like the unions. The Union J's, the Union SBs. Oh, those are tough. It's a mix with it's a mix between the Union J's, the Union SBs, the um the off-whites, right? The off-white fives. I got the light pair. The off-white, um just off-white. I got some off-white shoes. I got off-white ones that I have yet to bust out because nobody like they the Grammy are even ready for what I'm about to do with those. And then um the what Chicago else? ones or the UNC ones. I got the I got the ones that nobody got. I got the all white pair, the all white blank blanco. Oh, Coke White. Yeah, white. you definitely wear that yeah. Nobody, nobody got those. So when I when I pull those out, it's gonna hurt. And um what else? 
then it's like I got some designer kicks. Like I, I, I go from the, I switch from the LV to Prada, a lot often. You know, Prada used to be like the shoe back in the day. Yeah, they still yo Prada kicked up this year. I feel like you know, in those cast, in those cast sneakers, and in those um, you know, in their low top, just shoe. They I got these uh, what are the what are the Pradas I just got? The, I got these like high top Pradas too that are very like, uh, uh, they're a very dope casual sneakers. You gotta watch Prada. Prada, they come crazy. Facts, man. You know, I'm a Nike guy through and through, but I ain't gonna lie, I kind of been cheating a little bit with New Balance. Yo! But yeah, they got some fire. I just haven't even like gotten into it yet. Um, my my friend Kawhi Leonard is at uh, New Balance, and I still have yet to like indulge in, like some of their some of their nine nineties and and um you know their basketball shoes. So they're like they're like the new Yeezy to me. You know how like everybody so, was talking on Yeezys like yeah, everybody were. I can see that, and they kind of feel the same too. To be honest with you, yeah, I tried a pair of New Balance on in a long time. I don't, I don't know why. Was, and Teddy Saints, he really did a good job with that brand because he took it to a whole new heights. I think. Yeah, Teddy Saints. I, I think, um, you know, like that one pair with the cutouts, like it's like, yeah, yeah, the beef and broccoli joints. Yeah, and the purple, the purple ones and the blue ones, like those, those are hot, and I gotta get my hands on a pair of those very soon. Probably you know, put those yeah today. Those purple ones should have those on right now. You know, is there a sneaker that you like regret not getting? Like once upon a time ago, I had a chance to cop the Hender Scheme Fours. You know, I didn't get them because like I was thinking, you know what, they'll be here for a while. Went mm-hmm. back a couple months later, gone. And ever since then, it's been eight years since I've been able to find a pair. Yeah, it's it's definitely is one pair. I want to say it's the the lot fifty out of fifty joints, off white dunks. Is it fifty out of fifty? Um, I'm just making sure I got the right one. Yeah, lot fifty out of fifty, uh, dunk lows. Hey, those are tough. Those those are tough. I wish I I wish I caught them in the store the other day. I've been seeing all kinds of people with them on, and I just hate I hate them. I hate on all of them. But like these joints right here are ridiculously hard. Hold on, you know know. they never go out of style, so that's why I like always. Those dunks is ridiculous, but like these joints right here. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is, but uh, those is crazy. Also, uh, the Travis Scott Air Forces, um, like the white cream pair. Mm-hmm. Feel like I should have had those. Um, you know, but my sneaker collection is still growing. Like I'm blessed to be able to work with a guy like O'Shea who has the Marty McFlies. You know, and we'll just put that battery in your back to just snap, <laughs> you know, 
Because he, you know, the Marty McFly is not a lot of people can say they got those right there. So it's like, sheesh. You know, I got a funny story about how I got mine. On my phone, you you got those? Yeah, but it was kind of. I should leave this room and, 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 and jump back into the call like I know who I'm talking to. If I tell you how much I paid for them, you really want to hang up. Go ahead. Bam? No, Hondo. But this is the story. Like, I was walking around. Um, I was in Brooklyn. They had, like, this secondhand store. And they had it in the window. But they had it as costume sneakers, right? So they didn't think it was worth anything. So, like, I called my friend just to make sure. Like, am I looking at the right thing? So he came, he saw, he kind of gave me the head nod to go ahead and buy it. Like they really wanted 500, but I kind of talked him down even more. Yo! So I was like, you know what? Let me get out of here with this and run. You ran. I know you sped home. You got right up out of there. What store is that? So I can go back there and check. You You don't know the store? This was in Brooklyn in Williamsburg. And then like the next day, the owner had the owner had um hit me up on IG. It was like, um, you took advantage of my wife and all this. I'm like, bro, like you should know what you got. <laughs> Ain't my problem. <laughs> so that's oh. how I made out with that. So I'm 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 pretty sure that family's still looking for me to this day. Still looking for you. Probably. That shit was like, I don't want to say how much it costs on here, but like I'm sure you know how much. I know how much. Exactly. I didn't pay no three hundred for those. Exactly three hundred cash. Yo! That's OD. That's a hell of a story. But that's that's tailor made for you. Fact. I was like, you know what? That's the lesson of her. You should always know what you have in your shop. Right. Bless. Yeah. Wow. All right, man. So, um, what type of sneakers can we expect to see on Swagger this year from Jace? Ooh, you're going to see some interesting pairs of KDs. We also have a sneaker entity on our show called Gladiator, um, which Mac Wilde's character, Alonzo, works for. And you'll see that those are like, those shoes are like some of the worst basketball shoes I've ever played in in my life. I mean, the things I had to do in those shoes like it's one thing to be a professional ball player and then it's another thing to put those shoes on this year and do everything I was doing um but they're like a mix of like Shaq and ones new balances like you're you're gonna see they they kind of like customize and got these their own shoe done for the show this year and uh yeah that definitely happened you know like, that that sound bulky. Yeah, yeah is is bulk. Some of them are bulky. Some of them got straps and like seat belts on them. They they crazy. But in the first like this Friday, this upcoming Friday, um, in in May's too, you're gonna see some heat. Jason's birthday, he got on some heat. The Inspire, the Inspire uh, edition KDs made by you know. KD's best friend, Black. So, you know, he sent those to me personally before getting this show done. And, you know, it was a blessing to be able to, like, implement them into the show. 
you know, I'm not sure if this happened or not, but I'm pretty sure people on like on the show in their real life, they wear other brands. But say, for example, you know, they invite me on the show and then I show up in some Yeezys or something. What do you think Katie's reaction is going to be? Katie don't care. He Gucci. We, we Gucci. You know, we want sound one band over here. So as long as you ain't taken from the story, you can wear the Yeezys, you can wear the Yeezys, you can wear the Peezys, you can even wear the Leezys. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say any names, but, you know, there's a certain logo out there. Like if you in his presence, if you're not wearing, like if you're wearing a competitor's shoe, he'll give you a pair of his brand. Uh, I'm trying not to. That's yay, huh? <laughs> Sound like yay. No, no, no. NBA guy. One of the greats. Jordan. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those guys. You don't don't come around him with no other shoe. I wonder. I wonder how LeBron acts. I wonder how everybody acts. But but if I'm ever around LeBron and if he acts the same way, you know, feel free to slide me something. You know, I just might just be petty and just show up and you know some New Balance just to get some just to get some new kicks. Right. That's how I'm coming with Jordan. I'm I'm a. I'm what a you pull. got? All white. <laughs> you know. Ones. I'll take anything. Alpha, yeah, I'm off white ones is different. No, I got a funny story about that too. Um, the UNC ones when they first dropped on sneakers, that was the day I deleted the sneakers app. Um, oh. I went school, I got the shoe, my bank thought it was fraud, canceled the transaction, so I had to buy it um resale. <clears throat> so that was that was tough. How much so, were they listed for? Probably like 250. Like two twenty five or, or something. Right. Mm, mm, mm. Reset so, was like three bands. It's a little two. bit low, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Band has some change, maybe. So I'm like, you know what? That was the end of me and sneakers. The yeah. act. Oh man. Well, it, I um, never got to the sneakers. I actually tried to make my own bot a little while ago, and it didn't work. I don't. Know. I don't know, man. Like I try to be fast on that on that cellular device. There's all kinds of different people out here using their devices to in a in a positive way, but it's like they like really cracking the codes out here. Never worked for me. Basically kill, they're basically killing the culture. That's the only thing that they're Yeah, they're doing. killing the culture. These bots, these scammers, all of them. They just but it's like also a new era you know it's, it's 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 interesting do you think that that aspect of sneakers can possibly be explored one day in swagger um what do you mean by that aspect you know just the whole bot buying and um you know the whole resale oh yeah that's definitely in uh uh something that could be explored in swagger I feel like at the end of this season, we're going to really question what's next. And, you know, that's where we dive deeper into the culture. So these sneakers could have a real, real presence in our show moving forward. Facts, man. You know, like one of the best things I love about Swagger, it like it's just so realistic, like from the sneaker aspect, from the business of basketball, all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Yeah. 
I watch a lot of basketball movies and shows where like kind of make the action in the basketball movies like more realistic. You know, like how important is that to the success of a basketball movie or a show? Uh, man, it's, it's extremely important. I mean, that was my mission statement uh, coming onto the show as a person who's played in the Nike EYBL uh, as a 15, 16 year old. So like coming into this, just wanted to be authentic as possible and show moves and physicality that really can be, uh, you know, that can really resonate with the with the culture. And um, that's what I'm most excited for in Swagger, like how it continues to marinate and uh, just give the culture these 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 jewels. You know, um, a lot of people might not know, like that you actually hoop in real life and they might just see you as an actor, like being a basketball player. Like, do people like ever try you like in the street? Like, oh, um, come see me on the court. Like, this ain't the movies, like like something like that. You know, people be trying to say stuff and they end up getting humble real quick. I think like they 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 know not to play with me on this sport. They could you could just tell by the way I move with the ball. Like I have, you know, I'm bringing a new flair in a in a new taste to this sports drama thing because I really come from it. And that was one of the biggest reasons I joined this cast to, you know, give sports dramas a new flair and a new taste and, you know, show these young brothers at home that the the game can translate into so many things for y'all, you know? Just don't let anybody take your foundation from you and um always challenge yourself and test your limits. Like that's what it's all about. So when people see me on the court, like they try all that physical rah stuff with me and and it, it quickly gets it, they quickly get to know who I am. You know? You know that that happened to me a couple of times, but I, but I was on the other end of of the <laughs> situation. Yeah, you know, the one that sticks out to me the most, I was um with Cheryl Miller. They was having something at Rucker Park or whatever, and um like she was just shooting around, you know, just having fun in between takes or whatever. Right. So like I so I go and join her, take a couple shots. Next thing you know, we just playing like a friendly game of horse. Next yeah. thing I know, I'm kind of like talking trash to her. Then after that, it was it was on. After that, I'm like, oh my Lights god, <laughs> get myself into. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. That's definitely the same effect I have in these gyms. <laughs> uh, you know, but you know, sometimes like I, I ain't a superhero, so I, I definitely take L's. It took me a lot of L's to get here, you know, and um, when I got here. That's when I, you know, kind of became a winner and started, you know, becoming a winner more often. Um, but I've taken a lot of L's and kind of just have gratitude for every battle, every matchup I've had, you know. That's what you learn. You know, um, O'Shea, he's a big Lakers fan. Like, do you ever guys get into it, you know, uh, about like league debates, like on the set of um, Swagger? Um, not really. You know, as long as you don't talk about Kevin Durant, that's all we good. You know. Oh, I, oh I'm, I'm pretty sure if somebody says something about KD, I'm pretty sure he's coming right around from the camera or the director's chair and like, uh, what, what, 
Like, yeah, I mean, that's how that, I'm really the 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 Kevin Durant enthusiast on set. I would say because I grew up playing, you know, wearing the sneakers and doing like you know doing my homework and you know like modeling my game after him in certain ways. So like I'm definitely the enthusiast, and you know, me and me and Kevin, you know, whatever team he's on, he knows I'm right there. But I still want to play him one on one too. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, it's not going to end well, but <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna see. We're, you know, I think like, give him a run for his money for you know taking so long to get this show out. <laughs> you know, for a guy like that, you no, know, like I think I'll be happy just like getting a bucket off him. Just to be honest with you. Yeah. But I think I need more than one bucket. I said that on another interview and I was being timid, but I'm trying to like definitely hoop with KD, you know, whenever he's ready to to really hoop and see like where I'm at, I think he'll respect what I got. All right. So say, for example, if they invite you to the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. next oh, week. Like, um, bug out. I'm a bug out. Tell me your stat line. Because, like, me personally, I think I can get at least 10 I points. I probably have 20. I probably have a good 20 and 10. With MVP? If we win, you know, if they don't put DK Metcalf against me. But I ain't – I'm still I'm, – I'm, I'm cooking wherever I'm at, for real, for real. It's, it's going to be a problem. I think I, that's, that's where it's headed, too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's where it's headed, huh? I mean, like, I've seen those games, so, like, it wouldn't surprise me if you, like, came out and, you know, got a triple-dub or, like, something like that. Yeah, I'm coming out there and I'm I'm hitting shots early. You know, like, the only, like, celebrity-type game I ever played in where, like, I kind of felt like I was getting buckets, so I was playing with a bunch of YouTubers. And, like, you know what? I can take these dudes. No care. I mean, yeah, you got to – Take pride in every matchup you have. Um, so I just picked up at the scab on my arm from somebody hacking me the other night. I'm oh, probably gonna hoop right <laughs> after. Yeah, I'm probably gonna hoop right after this. Go go down and get right back to the gym. But um, word, we was talking about. Yeah, you gotta take pride in every matchup, every win. A dub is a dub. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, before we go, like, we got to play start, bench, cut. Like, I'll name three things, and you just tell me you're going to start it, bench it, or... Bro, just don't get me in trouble. Right. I, I, I was careful about this. Let's go. All right, so we're going to start with hoop movies. We oh. got... He got game above the rim. I was kind of tinkering on this third one, but I'm just put it in there. A space jam. Oh, God. Start, bench, cut? Yeah. He got game above the rim in Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you got to start Michael Jordan. <laughs> you got to start Michael Jordan in Space Jam. You got to bench. He got game. And you got to cut above the rim. Um, I know. I, I was like, you know, those are three. Like, I had a hard time choosing from. It's tough, but when, you know, you got Michael Jordan that can jump from half court in the Space Jam, it ain't, it really ain't a question anymore. <laughs> it really ain't a question anymore. 
It's one of the greatest you know, players ever lived. You know, I love Space Jam too. Mike, if you're listening to this, keep on sending them, keep on sending those sneakers to both of us, please. Yes, please. Don't don't hurt us. Don't hurt Space us. Space Jam number one on everybody's list. Don't hurt us, Mike. No cap. Do you think like another movie like He Got Game could work today? Oh yeah. With me at the helm of it, I think so. You know, but I I think um like I I stress a lot in 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 our process, you know, just showing that three level scoring, you know, from beyond the arc, the mid range, and on the inside. Like I think we have to have more movies that show um, that respect for the game. Whatever the game is, you know, volleyball, basketball, soccer, just showing that real sense of IQ so these kids don't grow up and, you know, with with false hope. And that's like my biggest beef with these basketball movies, you know, it's mm-hmm. just not realistic. Yeah. Like, what, the, like yeah. I watch Above the Rim as an adult. And like when I look at the basketball stuff, I don't know if you noticed it, but like at the end. The guy he threw an alley oop to himself from half court, and he caught it and dunked it himself. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, we can't have that on our on our set. We we're very serious about continuity and uh, authenticity. Yeah. All right, all right. So next one, sneaker collabs. So we got. All right, this this one's kind of hard too. Hmm. So we got Travis Scott and Nike. Yeah, OVO and Nike, even right. like they haven't done anything in a minute, but you know, I kind of mess with their collabs a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we got like off white and Nike, like anything off white. You said start bench cut. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is one of the hardest ones ever because the OVOs is crazy. I mean, I kind of made my peace with it. With my yeah, but it's like I think you gotta bench the OVOs. I mean you gotta cut the OVOs. Yeah, that's what I was you, you gotta start Virgil, of course. And um you gotta bench the uh the Travis, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, facts, man. We had the same thing. I was like, you know what? Like Drake, but you kinda look like Virgil. Who me? I'm Chad. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I usually get Bernie Williams from the Yankees. Bernie Williams? Nah, man. Virgil. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened to Virgil? He's right here. <laughs> it's like, nah. I'm Chad. You know, I, I tried to interview him a couple of times. You know, just not an interview type guy. Yo, and that is perfectly fine. Not being an interview type guy. I'm a realist, you know? There's, yeah, real man, There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to angle for some shoes, really. I'm like, all right, cool. So what's up? Yeah. But, uh, rest in peace, Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil. One of my friends had walked by one of his pop-ups in New York City and just didn't even know who he was at the time. And, you know, he uh, he told me that like Virgil was just so open and so welcoming and like really just a, had a had a great spirit about him. And 
like I ne- I'll never meet Virgil Blow, but I'll take that story with me everywhere I go. Facts, man. Yeah. Gone way too soon. Facts. All right. So the last one, this one is based off NBA players, based off their production and success from this season. It's not like Prime, whoever, or, you know, Shaq from 2000 or whatever. It's just this season. Okay. So we have Embiid, Jokic, mm. our friend KD. <laughs> You are playing a very dangerous game, my brother. <laughs> You're playing a very dangerous game. You're trying to get me. Don't get fired. The, the start should be obvious for you. You're trying to get me sent to 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 to, 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 to Taiwan. <laughs> you trying to send me to Taiwan. Well, I'm Dwight Howard. You sent to Taiwan. All right, so. Mm, mm, mm. First of all, we starting Kevin Durant. All right. I figured that one. Yeah, we start we starting KD, bro. I think KD got a big season ahead of him, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to get in the gym because I got some dribble moves that I want to give to him. You know what I'm saying? Got some, got some heat for KD. But we're gonna uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start KD, bench Jokic and, and, and cut and bleed. Yeah. No, no, oh. no. No, I'm not cutting the brother. We 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 uh we 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 cutting Jokic. <laughs> we we cutting Jokic. So yeah, we starting and benching benching uh and bleed word. It is Dr. Really Umar is watching this, just to let you know. What do you say? Dr. Umar, he's watching, just to let you know. <laughs> Dr. Umar! <laughs> no care. He is watching from LA. <laughs> no care. All right, Isaiah, I want to thank you for joining me today. You know, I really enjoyed this conversation. Anytime I get to talk hoop, basketball, you know, joke around about the misfortunes of NBA players and their drama off the court with yeah. their girls, you know, that's always a, a fun thing for me. Um, do you have any upcoming projects in the work th- that you're working on? Um, yes, multiple. Um, start. I've caught the acting bug. Um, starting to make my own scripts and kind of figure out the geography of the industry. And now, I'm also uh, also on the basketball side. I have an AAU team that I co-own in. California called Elevate Hoops and we sending kids to college and um you know I'm just prideful and all of that. I just signed with the agency APA, which has, you know, a plethora of different leading artists in in the world. So just excited for what's next. Mm-hmm. All right, man. I'm really looking forward to season two of Swagger. You know, last year one went by pretty fast. You know, I was so mad. I'm like, oh damn, it's over already. <laughs> Yeah, so this year we're dropping one by one because yeah, man. Jason's locked in this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you're my second cast member from the show. I had um Mac Wilds on about last year, about this time. That's the that's the big homie. How was that? It was all right. We mostly talk about the Wyatt because that's my other you know favorite um 
Yeah, man, that legendary episodic series, man. And mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 got our own kind of version of the wire and swagger, but <laughs> man, I had to go back and do a lot of homework uh, after finishing season one, and I'm just blessed to have Mac Wilds in my corner for real. It's different. All right, man. Um, so this should come out. When is when when is season two premiere? Is it is, is that Friday? Premiere already. So it already premiered uh, this past Friday, June twenty third. Now the second maze is coming out this thir- this uh, Friday night, Thursday. Okay. Thursday. Right. So make All sure right, so you- over on Friday then on Apple TV and follow me on Instagram seven eight cash. The seven is really a capital Z, but too many people trying, you know, I got a kid from my city trying, I mean, I ain't even gonna talk about it, trying to copy, but yo, 7-8 Cash, make sure you're watching, tuned in on Swagger, on Apple TV, Swagger's for us, we're giving sports dramas a new flair, new taste, so let's do it. And my last thing, um, thoughts before we end is stay away from the stage five clingers of life. Yeah. So I got you. Get that order of protection. <laughs> Wait, stage five cleaners. Oh, good Lord. Yes, the stage five cleaners. They're just, they're just all kicked in. Yeah. So we're going to pray for Zion. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Yes. Thank you, Jamel. All right, man. Thanks, man. I really enjoyed this, man.